Welcome back to another episode of the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about what I look for in a property purchase. Welcome back. You've got Nathan once again. And today, we're going to look at the two different types of houses that I look to buy. This is houses that we can flip and houses that we can buy and hold for a longer time period generally 10 years plus. The types of houses that I look at are existing houses. They are generally in need of some sort of renovation. And as I've said, they're either going to be flipped or they're going to be held long term for positive cash flow. So let's have a look at the two different types of properties. It's currently Sunday night and we've been out looking at properties today. Generally weekends are the times that they have open homes, so we've been out looking. And the properties that we look at could potentially fall into either of these two categories, but we have some quite different specifications which we look for with these two different things. So let's start on the flip properties. So the idea of a flip is to buy a property, increase the value, and on sale for a profit. So to do this, we'll be buying something generally settling it and increasing the value with the renovation than on selling. There are occasions where you can do all this without actually having to settle the property, but that's probably a whole nother podcast which goes into into finer detail on that. So a general flip is something we're going to buy, we're going to do a cosmetic improvement, so we don't want to be getting a consent, we just need a quick renovation, um, we want it to look amazing when we're finished because generally these will be sold to first home buyers who want to come in they want a nice looking house that they can move into and not have to do any further work to it just move in and enjoy it the types of properties that we're looking at um, we don't want to be doing as i said work that needs a consent because this is going to take uh, weeks and weeks longer than we want to be spending on it and generally if you're going to get a consent it's adding on a lot of um, cost as well to the, the fact so that's not the kind of things we want to be looking at and the, the renovations we're doing they need to have the wow look so to do this but in a really short period of time so you need to be really clever about what kind of renovations you do so for us it's generally um, kitchens and bathrooms will give the property the biggest wow so in the kitchen it, you can get away with if the kitchen's not in too bad a condition, maybe a paint, maybe new handles, maybe new bench top and taps. But more often than not, you're going to rip the whole one out and go again. If you can put the kitchen in roughly the same position, it's going to save on plumbing and electrical costs. Moving on to the bathroom, this is the second room that's going to give you the biggest wow when people come look through. And again, we don't want to be doing fully enclosed tile showers which need a consent we want to be doing um, generally we'll rip out all the old stuff we don't want to be putting in baths we just want to put in shower vanity toilet looking crisp looking fresh but actually at a really reasonable price point on that we, we don't want to be putting the cheapest things in and a lot of people will be going to the trade depot to get stuff I tend to stay away from it. I just think the quality's uh, questionable. 
And a lot of the, the tradies that I use won't want to be using that stuff because it's just it's just crap, really. The other areas which are normally the kinds of things we'd do for a flip are painting, carpet, curtains, uh, new light fittings, new lights, new plugs, new switches, light landscaping. Again, don't want to be going too heavy on that. Um, so those are the kind of things we definitely want to do. You don't always have to do all of these things, but more often than not, you'll be doing quite a few of them. The things that are definitely no from what I'm looking at is we don't want to be doing a subdivision. There's a few properties around that have massive backyards, but the time and cost involved in a subdivision or putting a minor dwelling on the back, it's just not worth it for the, the type of flip and the speed that we want to be doing. We don't want to be adding on to the house because, again, this is going to cause a consent to be needed and that's just not really going to work for what we're trying to do. So the, the things that could be in the maybe are things like uh, re-roofing and putting in a new double glazed windows. Again, I generally wouldn't be going down that track, um, similar to a re-plumb or a rewire. Uh, it just, these things take a lot of time and I don't think you're going to get your money back on, on the spend. But again, hey, there's always rules here that you can break uh, if the situation depends on it. So for a flip, um, as I said, it's quick. It's you're doing a cosmetic renovation and you're in and out, ideally within two to three months from purchasing the property to settling it when you on sale it at the end. So in that, you've got to get your renovation done. We've got to plan the renovation, get your renovation done, market it and sell it. So that's reasonably achievable in three or four months. The other type of properties that we're looking at are buy and hold properties. So again, you're going to be looking at something that needs a renovation. These are existing properties, but the types of renovations here are a little bit different. We're renovating for cash flow. So we are definitely wanting to increase the bedrooms. We're wanting to add cabins. We might be doing garage conversions. These are things we're going to be keeping for 10 years plus. For me personally, I like student properties. So we're looking for houses that are two to four bedrooms that we're going to take up to five, six, and seven bedrooms. So again, we're possibly going to be doing kitchens and bathrooms, painting, carpet. And the types of products we use here are slightly different as in you're looking for something that's really durable. I've done some of these renovations where we've lined rooms in MDF. Once it's painted, it looks just like jib, but it's sturdy as you don't need a jib stopper and it lasts for a very long time. Cost-wise, it's about the same, but it's it's got that durability which lasts. So again here, we, we're looking to do cosmetic renovations that generally won't be needing a consent. So if we can add in rooms internally, which is great, we can do a cabin on the back. You can do up to 30 square meters without needing a consent. And a 30 square meter cabin will get two really good sized bedrooms. The only criteria with this is it's got to be its own height away from the house and from the boundary. So a rule of thumb is about three meters. So you can get 
a cabin in a, not a massive backyard, so it's a good way of adding on bedrooms, which will then add on cash flow to the property. You'll generally get an equity increase while you're focusing on the cash flow increase, so it's kind of the double whammy and the bonus on the side. The difference here is if you can do a renovation to increase your cash flow and you happen to have a large backyard, you can get the house rented, get your cash flow coming in, and then you can do stage two, which could be a minor dwelling on the back. It could be a full subdivision. And this can all happen while the house is tenanted. You clearly want to be letting the tenants know what's going on, keep them informed, potentially reduce the rent if there's going to be some uh, disruption to their their life. But these are the, these are the things you do after you've got it rented out You've got your cash flow coming in, which is paying all your bills. So these big sections are a really good way to get a secondary income. So a minor dwelling is um, something that's not really used very much here in Christchurch, but it's you can put up to about, I think it's 80 or 85 square meter house on the backyard or the front yard. Uh, you don't subdivide the section. It's both houses on the one title, but they'll both be rented independently uh, from one another there's a few rules you've got to adhere to but but reasonably easy to do that here in Christchurch the other the other option is a full subdivision where you carve off a portion of the backyard generally oftentimes you're going to have to remove a garage or transfer the garage to the front to get access just the way that a lot of properties here in Christchurch are laid out and then on the back, you can either sell that as a bare section, or you can build and sell, or build and keep. And the time frame for this is, you're looking at 12 months plus, as a, as a rule of thumb for a subdivision. So those are the kinds of houses that I'm looking at. So as I said, flips, a quick cosmetic improvement, adding on uh, value, and then on selling for a profit, and a buy and hold renovation, as we're looking to increase the cash flow to keep long term and to have positive cash flow coming from that property. So if you've got questions about these, hey, I'd love to have a chat. You can find me at Nathan at NathanBroughton.com. Flick me an email. All my details are on our website, NathanBroughton.com. As always, we would love a review, a five-star review here on Apple Podcasts or Spotify depending on which one you're listening to this on. A review, and if you want to leave a comment, even better. As I said, you can find all of our details on nathanbroughton.com, links to our socials. We do a lot of reels on Instagram, which is putting some visuals to some of these things that we're talking about. So have a look over there, give us a follow, uh, leave a comment. We'll be back in a few days' time. Till then, see you later.